I'm really very special, Your Majesty. I'm not entirely sure what this means, but Matt, Louise, and Jeff are celebrating the 100th episode of their podcast. And whatever that means, I believe there you have it, Your Majesty. As you celebrate this evening, you are joined in memory by all of your guests. Uh, no one else liked that at all, but that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random, not-so-random-this-time subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. We're recording for the first time in the same place, and yeah. it's deeply disturbing. It's going to be very weird to see everyone's faces when they're saying the things that they always say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're coming to you live from my 2012 Kia Rio. Please Woo! sponsor us, Kia. Thank you. <laughs> the party Rio. Yep. That's what we call it now. In the parking lot. Wait, of does that sound like times. diarrhea party too much? <laughs> <laughs> well, now it does. You shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, diarrhea party would be a great name for a band. <laughs> No. Yeah, like a, no. like a fun punk band. Yeah, sure. There's like, already one called Diarrhea Planet. Oh, no. Yeah. It was pretty good. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I like, there's, um, you will often see, like, here's a heavy metal festival, and all the logos are, like, in black and white and jagged lines, and then there's a band called Party Cannon, whose logo is in the Toys R Us font. That's good. <laughs> and it's... Every time, they're the only one that has, like, a brightly colored, multicolored logo. How do you get to choose your own font? That's a great move for a band, mm-hmm. to choose well, a font. Do. Yeah, they all have a logo. I so, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. They just, like, yeah. send the promoter an image file, I assume. I guess I was thinking more like those festival posters where it's, like, a list oh, of... Oh, comic no, no. That would be great if everything else was in Comic Sans, but you had something in your contract that's like, no, this has to be in Wingding. Our band name is Helvetica, and therefore the logo is in Helvetica. Oh, man. Um, better if it wasn't, though. Yeah, it really <laughs> drives people crazy. Sans. This is a Times New Roman. <laughs> What's the Beatles font? Because they have, like, a specific logo in a specific Oh, yeah, font. where the R's are all guns. <laughs> what? <laughs> all the R's in the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well no actually, one... you wouldn't know. Yeah, that's why no one knows oh, about okay. it. I got you. It's the same as the Sopranos font. Yeah. <laughs> you Not just can't tell. that Tony Soprano was the fifth member of the Beatles. Yes. Yeah, that's the Wikipedia page. The fifth Beatle has one for each of the possible fifth Beatles, and then at the bottom, Tony Soprano. Yep. <laughs> so, Louisa, what did you do online this week? Uh, Nothing. I bought tickets to Medieval Times online, and that was pretty oh, easy. Yeah, maybe since people have already heard probably an audio clip at the beginning, we should probably explain <laughs> what the hell is happening. Yeah, this is a welcome to our 100th episode spectacular where we just went to Medieval Times. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just literally just walked out. I can still see the castle spire in the mist mm-hmm. across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the true, all uh, these things are true. What do they call that parapet? Yeah, what do they keep up there? Do you think all those horses? <laughs> yep, that's where the horse bodies go. <laughs> yeah. That's a silo full of horse corpses. Uh, horses? <laughs> horses? Did you say horse corpses? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rejecting it. I just want to clarify. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that works, because smell goes up, so mm. they're above you, you mm-hmm. can't smell them. That's probably true. <laughs> That's absolutely right. That's also why they keep it so hot in there, so that the, the, air, the hot air is, the smell is hot enough to rise. I don't know what's happening. Okay, so your thing from online is the theme of the episode, which is medieval <laughs> times. I bought tickets, it was pretty easy. I like so, that tickets are easy to buy online now, because I remember going to a lot of concerts and such, where you'd buy the ticket remotely somehow... This is the early days of online, but they wouldn't offer it printed online. You'd go get it in the box office, and that was always a disaster. Half the time, they'd be like, I don't know if you... And you'd have to try to find an email that maybe said you'd bought tickets. You know what's crazy is that paper tickets are still a thing at all. Yeah. Like, I remember, until fairly recently, I fly a lot for work, and until... dragon. Yeah, well. uh, Yes, I fly on a dragon. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's what it sounded like to me. 
Um, it's a medieval <laughs> times theme joke. <laughs> you see? <laughs> okay. Um, no, but I would see people printing out their tickets at the kiosk at the front, or like going up to the. And I used to do that, but if you just have it on your phone, it's easier for you and the other person. It's easier for everyone. I did have the tickets on my phone, but all I could think was, what if something goes terribly wrong? <laughs> and you accidentally throw your phone into the moat outside what the What if my phone times? decides it needs to update and then decides there's an error and it can't update? Yeah. Then, I, then we're all screwed and we ruin our head of the episode. I will say I usually fly American Airlines, and I like the fact that the American Airlines has a th- the app has a thing where if you bring up a ticket image... Um, like that ticket image gets saved automatically to your phone's pictures so that even if the app crashes or like your phone uh, loses connection to the internet or whatever, you still have your ticket. Very smart American Airlines. Please sponsor us, Kia and American Airlines. (laughs) I hate when you get your ticket from an internet thing and then they don't have the capability to interact with that. Yeah, that's so weird. And I, I've been to a lot of things where I have a ticket on my phone and it has a barcode, but then the guy just looks at it. You're not doing anything with that barcode guy. Yeah, Maybe like, that guy's a robot. Did you think about that? I, I, as a part of my job, have learned to read barcodes with the human eye, which is a very weird and terrible thing that I had to do. And I can tell when people aren't reading the barcode. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I dealt with barcodes a lot in my job, and I realized that like the way they're set up, every barcode starts with starts and ends with the same like three, and then yep. a set of three at the beginning and ends, yes, so you can tell the beginning and end of the string. Asterisk character. Oh, and it's thin space, thin space, thick, thick, thin. <laughs> uh, I don't understand QR codes, but I do love barcodes. Yeah, I don't get QR codes either. Can someone... Ex- I Okay, my uh, fiancé's mother asked me to explain QR codes to her the other day, and this is, some, this is a service I provide to my fiancé's family a lot of explaining how everything on the internet is, but I, I don't get QR codes either. Yeah. How is it they were everywhere and now they're not anymore? Were they a fad and why, if Do so? Do you need a special app for them? No, most, like, any so. barcode scanner app will scan That's it. still a special app! Yeah. But, like, a lot of phones just have it. How? Like, what do you have? What button combination do I have to press to turn a QR code into content? I, I don't know what it turns app, into. But that was like four years ago, and I think it maybe is native on the phone now. Yeah, what's I, crazy I'm not is, sure if I have one on here. What's crazy is that my phone came with forcing me to have NFL Blitz uh, <laughs> app, but yeah. there's no, like, here's what you do with this very common. <laughs> Uh, thing you'll see in the world all the time. It's not so common anymore. Also, it never worked very well because often I would have it perfectly lined up and it would show that it was a square, but then it would like not be able to read it. Mm. It's very irritating. I can't get my McDonald's coupon now. <laughs> you guys remember when the, the 3DS first came out and they came with those little cards that you could scan and then it was yeah. like Metroid jumping out of your card or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I saw... Did you guys see when someone made one of those out of like a giant tarp and put it in like the front of an office building and made like a 30 story tall me (laughs) that's a great idea it's really fun (laughs) oh man so you bought tickets to medieval times how did you enjoy medieval times i I guess we should save some of that for later yeah it was very loud and i feel like now i need to be introspective and quiet to balance myself out but we're recording a podcast so i'm continuing to be be introspective and loud (laughs) oh boy it's the new quiet matt what did you do online well, I told you a little bit about this earlier, Jeff, but the first thing that I can think of is uh, I downloaded and began learning to use Unity, uh, which is, for those who don't know, it is a sort of a beginner's game programming app. Um, what's nice about Unity is that unlike other game programming apps like RPG Maker, uh, it it can be as robust as you are capable of doing. So like RPG Maker just sort of lets you drop assets into an organizational structure. Yep, drop acid also. (laughs) Uh, I mean, any program will let you drop acid and then use it. (laughs) But uh, Unity, like, uh, you can make a very simplistic thing, but you can design 3D assets and go as high as you want to go. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, What I want to talk about, though, is the fact that tutorial games for learning to use a new game programming app 
are so weird, and I wonder whose job it is to make those games that then they teach you how to make. You should do that, because you're good at organizing and explaining things, creating teaching programs, and you want to make games. That's true. But you'd have to be a Unity expert to begin with. You get to that point, and then you become the expert. Yeah, maybe, someday, (laughs) but somebody's doing it already, and I guess I just, like... It's you'd have to be a Unity expert and then make the shittiest game you can think of. Okay, now you make a game where a ball bounces around a screen. And but it doesn't have to be the shittiest. It the does. Thing. I think it does. I've never seen one that's good. <laughs> uh, I also think Jeff, you need to be dialed in here. I'm sorry. Can't. I'm trying to explore the medieval times subreddit. Well, that's for later. We I'm have the, a segment for that. With access to it. Uh, anyway. Um, you guys feel like this is a lot easier when we're all in the same place. Yes. I feel yes. like I can look at you guys Absolutely. and be like, okay, I I'm know. I'm not going to say this terrible thing I was going <laughs> to say, because I can see a human That's face. That's true. A human being will hear it <laughs> instead of just the internet, which is nothing. But also, I can see, like, oh, Louise is about to talk. I'm going to slow down. Yep. This guy who did an AMA on Reddit about being a knight kind of looks like all of the knights that we had uh, today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very we, tense. We, can't get, we can't get into that yet, though, guys. That's the yes. meat of the episode. That's fair. <clears throat> okay. Jeff, what did you do online this week? Uh, so recently, my library system where I order all of my games uh, and comic books was like, uh, we're switching over to a new system. So for the next two weeks, no placing requests. You can go to any library still and get whatever, but you can't place requests. Then they opened up requests again. And then a week later, they were like, this new system still has some kinks to work out. We're turning off online requests. And okay. just like you can't request things through the website anymore, but you can still go check and be like, is this, which library is, is this that? And is it in? And then go to that library and get it, which is madness. <laughs> but I did this. And the other day I went and checked out Monster Hunter World and Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and I have been playing those. I played monster hunter for six hours yesterday and did not particularly enjoy it yeah everyone's been trying to sell me on this monster hunter game like it's gonna be real good but it sure looks an awful lot like every other interminable like multiplayer rpg in the world it's like you don't have to do stuff with multiple people it's like what's a good comparison um it's got the sort of slow, contemplative combat of Dark Souls, but without the technical depth, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's it just takes a while to kill the monsters, which feels cool. And if you're into that sort of tedium in games, then it's fun. And I had a fine enough time playing with a friend, but it was just like... Oh, cool. I've hit this monster with my sword that takes 10 full seconds to swing every time I swing it. And it's the only, like, there's a choice, an array of 16 weapons, and this is the only one that's not stupid and annoying to use and does the most damage. So obviously, I'm going to use it even though it's slow. Uh, and now the monster's running away, and I have to go find it and then hit it more and it will do the same annoying things and then it will die eventually. It sounds like all the worst parts of every other game. (laughs) Yeah, I am not sure, one, why people say it's really hard to get into or two, why people get into it at all. (laughs) Also, there's been a trend in Japanese games in the recent years of making you have a very dumb cat sidekick, and I don't get it. Mm, the cat's the best part. Years, but we've already talked about this once, I'm sure. And second, we went all the way back to Lunar uh, Silver Star. Story. That is a dragon, not a cat. But Thank you very much. But uh, <sighs> practically, it's a cat. It's a cat sidekick. Yes. No, the Palico is the best part of Monster Hunter Ugh, World. I just, that, honestly, I was on the fence until I saw that you had to have a dumb cat, and I was like, this on top of everything else? <laughs> no, the the cat is uh, the best part because it will go and, like, collect resources and sometimes distract the monster for you, which makes it far less annoying to fight the monster and collect the resources. Uh, I can see how that's a mechanical benefit. It's still very annoying that it's a dumb cat, and that it has to be a dumb cat. I couldn't choose it to be a dumb lizard. 
or something. Yeah, you couldn't. You can't get a dog. Yeah, you have to have a hunting cat, and you get to choose its voice from oh, four no, voice options voice? and three pitch options. Oh, so, what's that? A total of twelve options. Uh, no, it doesn't talk. It just makes cat meows. But there's oh, different no. types of meows. I hate this so much. <laughs> nah, it's if good. It a real deep meow, that'd be funny. <laughs> you can do the, I picked the meanest sounding meow and then turned the pitch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made my real cat, who lives in my house, very confused and upset to hear <laughs> this television cat meowing. But, important question, uh, did your Dragon Ball Fighters game go over 9,000? Uh, yeah, it cost $9,000. Internet joke. Uh, no, I liked that game more, but it has that annoying thing, like, every fighting game on a home console has to have, where you have to, like, unlock all of the fun things. Yeah, that's the fun part. I like that. Uh, but it's also got a really weird story where you start the story, and you're waking up, and it's, like, in first person, and then Bulma, Goku's girlfriend, shows up, and is like, hey, Goku, what's up? And you respond, like, who? Bulma's not Goku's girlfriend. Isn't <laughs> At she? At any point. I'm pretty sure she, she is, isn't she? she? Is I don't know the difference. I don't uh, know. Girlfriend and then wife. Bulma is, like... last week, and there is. No Bulma's like 20 <laughs> years older than Goku and finds him when he's an infant. Who's who's Bulma's husband? Vegeta? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> I didn't write the show. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Bulma, who is Goku's friend with the blue hair, yes. uh, is like, hey, Goku, what's going on? The game doesn't let you choose the voice language at first, so it was in Japanese by default, and I'm like, no. this I don't have nostalgia for the Japanese dub of Dragon Ball Z. I barely have nostalgia for the English dub. Uh, but she's like, Goku, wake up. You uh, passed out randomly, and your responses are, who's Goku, and who are you talking to? Uh, because you, the player, have inhabited Goku's body. And- okay, but wait, because you, the player, know who Goku is, so... <laughs> not in this scenario. I guess maybe not so much since you thought that Bulma was his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly I don't know who Goku is. <laughs> maybe if I played it, I would have more options. I think the options are weak attack, strong attack, kick attack, and key attack. As responses to Bulma waking you up? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, as soon as she wakes you up, Android 16 shows up, who's... Uh, for the ones who don't know the names of the things like I don't, he's the one with the uh, ginger mohawk and the like green sleeveless armor. He's the one that's not a sociopath and ends up being good. Yeah, he's a I guess 18, big beefy dope. 18 also ends up being good, but only because of a genie's wish. <laughs> this game is so stupid. Uh, but he's supposed to be dead. He died in Dragon Ball Z, and so they're Goku, well, not Goku well, and Bulma. Bulma him later. Yeah, but they're both like uh, like, whoa, what are you doing here? You died, and he's specifically like, I'm not the one that you fixed, Bulma, I'm a different one. <laughs> and then you fight, uh, you fight him, uh, in a thing where... Oh, sorry. The game was like, here's some instructions. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I've been playing fighting games since I was a child. I know that you just do quarter circle forward and push the key button to do Kamehameha. And I did that and it worked. Yeah. Does Android 16 still have the move where he takes off both of his hands and then the fire shoots out of the back of them? He like puts his hands under his armpits and then pulls them off and then fire shoots out? He did that, that in like... one. He did that with one arm and like before the fight starts. He's like, I'm going to fire this missile at you now. Oh, man, that's my favorite move from the old Dragon Ball games. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Anyway, I'm excited to go through this game. I think I'm about to go save Krillin. Uh, It does not only this new justification of why are all the fighters suddenly bad at fighting because the player is controlling them, (laughs) but like... Also, why can you fight yourself? Uh, and instead of just being like, "Nah, it's a fighting game," the story's like, "There's evil clones of all the oh, of geez. all the playable characters <laughs> out there." And they wear a different color shirts. So <laughs> they do. They <laughs> have like gray skin and wear gray karate gis <laughs> instead of the normal uh, orange. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds very lazy, which we've talked about how lazy that is. The main appeal of this game is that it looks amazing. It looks like someone has, like, distilled the pure essence of 
how Dragon Ball Z feels like it looks and made it into 3D models somehow. Because everything's 3D modeled, but it like looks so smoothly like 2D animation. Did you play any of the, the earlier Dragon Ball Z fighting games? I played Budokai 2 in high school, and that was the like my, o- my first and only foray into the greater Dragon Ball universe. The first Budokai was the one that was on the Wii, and that was the best Wii game I think I ever played. Because oh, because you could do you use the, control, the physical yeah, motion. The physical motion to do mm-hmm. attacks was so much fun. When you got to be Krillin and you had to make the disc over your head by like making a lasso motion, very fun. Um, I guess my question is, I've been thinking about playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, but uh, I'm not sure that it's worth it considering that I've played the previous ones. I could just go back and play those again. Uh, it's probably the best of them so far, as far as I can tell, all the movement's smooth. Yeah, maybe. It's Is it that much better than the previous PlayStation 4 game, though? Dragon Ball Xenoverse? Fighter World? Oh, Xenoverse, yeah, that's the one. I did not play Xenoverse, so I don't actually know, but I know Xenoverse, you can create a character, which is very appealing. I have Xenoverse, and I've played it all the way through, and it's fine. This one maybe is worth, like, a Redbox rental to play it for a night and see if you like did it. Did you ever have Gamefly? No. <laughs> yeah, I remember Game What Boy. a waste of time and money. <laughs> it's like... It's pretty good when you have the time to like really just play well, games. I think I got burned because I did it at the very beginning of the Gamefly thing when they only had like four distribution centers and there was a limit of only one game per month or something. Uh, but then I would send it back and it would take a month for my next game to get, the, get to me. So I would be skipping every other month that I was still paying for. And I was like, no, 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 yeah. no. I had Netflix back when it was only yeah. discs. Actually, yes. I might've waited to sign up until they like just started the streaming. Um, which I guess is 10 years ago now. Um, I still have discs on Netflix cause you never know. Yeah. I had a good rotation for a while where I'd get a disc on Monday of a show I was watching. I would watch that entire disc to send it out by Wednesday, which meant that I got another one by the next Monday. Mm-hmm. But that didn't last forever. <laughs> yeah, nothing good can stay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't had it again since, like, 2013, but I would occasionally be like, I want discs again because this show's not available for streaming. But now, utilizing the library service, I can if the show's on DVD, I can just get it from the library now. Yeah, but DVD is for troglodytes. Well, ultra Blu-ray, 4K. whatever. <laughs> the library has Blu-rays also. My target near me has a rack of ultra 4K uh, discs now, and no one has bought anything from it. It's still pristine every time I go in there because no one has that. <laughs> yep, you need to have the good TV for it, and I not every Blu-ray player supports it, and it's like... Why yeah. bother at this point? Unless you have like a PS4 Pro, that's all. There's only like three Ultra 4K players on the market, and that's one of them. Yeah, it's PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, and then you can buy like a standalone disc player. Which why would you? Why would you want to <laughs> buy a standalone Blu-ray? Some people have that. I remember when the PS3 came out; it was the cheapest Blu-ray player at six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's five hundred ninety-nine American dollars. Now, if you dollars. go in and you're like. <sighs> Man, like, you know, my second TV that I don't play games on or whatever, it would be nice to be able to watch Blu-rays. <sighs> Do you think I should bother to spend the money to get a new just Blu-ray player? And you go, and it's like, oh, they're $40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all the video cards are gone now, right? Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't either. That's do all you, I keep hearing. Though. Do you open a program that like, uh, <laughs> like draws really complex polygonal landscapes, <laughs> and that somehow makes bitcoins? <laughs> yeah, all bitcoins are just like the, the land of Hyrule drawn on a grain of rice. <laughs> Um, but actually, it's just because GPUs can be repurposed to be processors, and they're cheaper and smaller <laughs> than having a, a new processor on your motherboard anyway. The idea of Bitcoin is that you're trying to hack into a system nope. so you can use their nope. processing power. Incorrect. And then that equals Bitcoin somehow, but nope. so what everyone's trying to do is nope. use their <laughs> computers nope. to get the passwords to get into the system. Nope. <laughs> 
Not even a little bit. <laughs> you read this ah! joke thread on Twitter. <laughs> I did. And... I was like, I'm going to put this forth and see if it says anything. <laughs> but then he kept saying no. It was funny that he kept saying it. That's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's time for the random subreddit. <laughs> oh, we got Medieval Times! Yay! Uh, slash Medieval Times! Yeah, we all rolled, and we all got r slash Medieval Times, yep. which yep. is a subreddit that has three posts on it, unrelated to the Medieval Times, establ- medieval times uh, dinner and tournament establishment. So... We decided we wanted to do a podcast field trip for our 100th episode, and one of the few real-world locations we've discussed at length on this podcast is Medieval Times and how dumb and fun it would be. And I think what really solidified it, for me at least, was during my researching when I found out you could get an announcement of uh, what your special occasion is that you're celebrating, and... I really wanted to see a man in medieval garb say the word podcast, which I did see. Yep, we yes, got that. was wonderful. Well, hopefully you heard it at the beginning of this episode before the theme song, if it was captured. Otherwise, it wasn't yeah, there. there. We tried to record audio, but it may have been garbage, so we will see. If it wasn't garbage, here's a sample of some audio. Uh, one thing I did find is an Ask Me... Uh, like, there were two Ask Me Anythings from former Medieval Times Knights, and this one is just from seven months ago, which is pretty good. And apparently, uh, they will train you from scratch. If you already know how to ride horses, they will retrain you to ride their horses <laughs> in the special way that they ride them. Huh. Jeff, I know you've been looking for a career path. I genuinely think that this might be a great move for you. Yeah, I uh, I want to look into it from your house. I'm not joking. I want to look into it now that I know that you don't have to be able to do anything. (laughs) Just learn to ride a horse. I bet (laughs) you could take a couple horse riding lessons and then be like, "Yeah, I'm good." I wouldn't even have to. Apparently, they'll train you from zero, like from zero horse and sword experience (sighs) to being a knight. Get into this, Jeff. Plus, we talked about it during the show, but I bet the knights in this get so much action from the Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you just kissed a rose and threw it to, like, a lonely milf in the front row, <laughs> oh, man, you'd get, you'd get laid so bad. Gross. Well, one of the key things about medieval times is uh, things are the cheapest cost they could be, and then they're a high price to deal with. So those roses are just carnations. That's true. <laughs> they're not real roses. <laughs> And a lot of the food was perfectly fine, but it was like fine cafeteria food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those rotisserie chickens were sub-grocery store level (laughs) rotisserie chickens. The skin on it was good. Uh, The potato, I think, was the best part of the meal. The potato was good, good. but once you get into that mid-potato section, (laughs) it's mostly potato and not a lot of fried. (laughs) Our server was a real jokester in a way that I thought would be annoying, but wasn't. Um, Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he was good. uh, He he handed us our potato and said, here is your giant French fry. (laughs) Yes. It was uh, half a potato that was, I guess, roasted and covered in spices. I genuinely respect somebody who has the ability to tell the same joke 30 times a day without, like, being like, "Mm, here's my joke. (laughs) Like, if you can genuinely commit to saying it to people, knowing that they are hearing it for the first time, even if you are saying it for the 60th time, good for you. Yeah. yeah, I have coworkers who I see do this, and I can't believe it. I'm glad I don't really have to interact with customers, but they will say, like, because our um, chip and pin system is super slow, which yeah. apparently is the thing. Speaking of technology, that needs to fucking catch up. Yeah, like trebuchets at medieval yeah. times. But you put your card in, and then it literally takes, like, 20 seconds. So by second five, people are like, uh, should I take my car? I'm like, no, no, please leave it in until it says, uh, you know, technology's a little slow today, haha. And they're able to do that with every single person for hundreds of people a day. The problem is, I have this, weirdly enough, the liquor store near my house whenever I stop to get wine. Like, it's so close to my house that I just go there, you know, and maybe. You're an alcoholic. And I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> sure. Uh, no, I Yeah, this is an intervention, not our 100th episode <laughs> recording. Yeah, you're right, we guys. We shouldn't have let you get that beer at any time. Being an alcoholic means drinking one bottle of wine a week, right? <laughs> Uh, yes. Depends um, on the wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I usually get a bottle of wine maybe once a week. Um, but I'm in there often enough that I know how their thing works. And they have a weird thing where you need to click OK before you put your card in the machine. Uh, um, uh. But I know... And so I go up and I like hold the card as far away from the machine as I can 
and my finger over the screen, like, I know what's going to happen now, but they're still like, you got to it. And I'm like, they have their spiel. And I'm like, I know, I know. I get so annoyed with the pre-annoyed, like, checkout person. Mm. Like, uh, at Rite Aid, they'll be like, "Uh, okay, wait to insert the card. Okay, now you can insert it. And then a second after they say that is when the screen actually says, now I can insert Like, I was waiting. And also, for the most part, like, I don't know about the inserting chip, but if it's swipe only, you can swipe at any time while they're scanning your items. You can do that with inserting the chip, too. I uh, was... Yeah, I yeah. did that accidentally, and I was like, oh, it still worked. Yeah. I've noticed that slight rudeness this week at the DMV when I uh, renewed my driver's license, but you probably deal with this a lot at the airport, where you you have to have something ready, and yep. they always expect that you don't. Yep. And they're like, so I was doing my thing, and they're typing in my info for my old driver's license, and they're like, okay, I need your resident. Uh, it's like, I already had it yeah. here. Like, here it is, two more inches, thing, don't be an asshole. The thing is, the thing that always gets me is checking into <laughs> hotels, because you need to give them ID and a form of payment every time. So I'm yeah. always like, hi, I'm checking in, my last name is Heron, and I hand them the two yeah. things, and then they're like, okay, I'm going to need... And they still say it, even though they are now holding the things that they need. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's That is a That's habit, because they're dealing I with know. people. <laughs> I have sometimes been the customer where I'm like, oh, that's right. I have to take my card out to pay for this. Oh, God. Uh, 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 just let the next person go. Do you, do you take checks? Can I write a check? I'm already unpacking my suitcase in the lobby. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish that, like, I guess this is kind of what TSA pre-check is, but I wish that all airports had a thing where it, there was just a line that was like, do you know what you're doing? Then go this way. Yeah. But There's... then you find that one day where you fuck up and you're like, I'm sorry, I don't yeah. usually do you're this. Like and good... they're like, yes, you do. In their <laughs> eyes. And there's now, nothing you can say. I to used to them. worry about that, but I think the no matter how bad I fuck up, <laughs> there's no way I could fuck up as bad as a lot of people fuck up every single time. Yep. The number of like middle-aged women I've seen who are like trying to repack their bag in the line for the metal detector. Like, what are you doing? This isn't the time for that. How did you not know this was going to (laughs) happen? And it's, um, like people who don't get, there's signs everywhere in the airport. You know what, Jeff, I'm going to stop you right there. There are signs everywhere. Hashtag Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There's signs of Jesus everywhere in the airport. That's like, please bless our airplanes. (laughs) That's the only way airplanes work. Uh-huh. But the signs are all <laughs> like... Jesus lifts them up. <laughs> put your carry-on in one tray. Put your computer in another tray. Yep. Put your phone in a third tray. And there's still people who are like, oh, I just put a pile everything into one tray, right? Yeah. Yep. Do I have to take my computer out? I hear that a thousand times. Like, yes, there's a thing there. Yeah. And they're always like, well, but there's room for my computer and my phone in this tray. Like, they're being such a parent, like, well, yeah. let's not waste trays. Fucking, don't worry about <laughs> they it. Of course, used up. <laughs> yeah. of course there's room. The whole point is you're putting it in another tray because the, you don't want there to be room between your computer and backpack for a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I used to get stopped at almost every checkpoint for, like, six months, and I was very confused as you're to why. You always a bottle of wine, then you yeah. remembered. Every wine. time I was, yeah, I had wine, I was drinking a bottle of wine as I was walking through the metal detector. <laughs> this is you have flashbacks and you realize you are an alcoholic. Oh my god, I was always drinking wine. <laughs> you were clicking a pen, but, like, the clicker was, like, a big red button and the pen was really thick. You were just clicking it as, like, a habit. Yeah, yeah. clicking it. was one of those little test tubes you get at the checkout for liquor stores that are yes. full of some weird, brightly colored vodka. Yeah. Um, uh, I kind of forgot what I was saying. That's Sorry. <laughs> it's so much easier to sidetrack each other oh, in person. I didn't know why I always got stopped. And then one time I was at an airport in Indiana, and I was literally the only person in sight except for me and the security person. And they checked me out, and I was like, listen, you probably aren't allowed to tell me this, but can you tell me why everyone keeps stopping me? It turns out it's because I had uh, like a CD binder, one of those little packs of CDs, mm-hmm. and apparently a stack of CDs like reads very weirdly in an X-ray machine because ah. the lasers bounce off in weird ways. Huh. 
Um, so they're like, if you have a bunch of CDs on top of each other, especially Blu-rays, actually, which is actually what I had, not CDs. Oh. Um, they said that that causes problems. So I took that out. Haven't been stopped again since. So that's a little tip from me to you. That's pretty good. Is that something that technology has taken away? Like, I guess. Did you, well, I mean, did you have a bunch of Blu-rays because you were, would want to watch movies in hotel rooms and now you can keep them all on your computer? Or? Uh, I used to keep a Blu-ray player for my laptop so that I could watch movies on planes. Um, oh, okay. And I can't really do that anymore, but whatever. I can just put them on a flash drive, I suppose. I just didn't want to pirate them. I feel like so much of the world is just like, mm. just pirate those movies, though. Yeah, well, I don't do that either. Companies like Disney make it easy now. When you get a DVD, you get the digital copy as well. Yes, although they often are like, mm, yeah, you get a digital copy. All you have to do is log into this website. Like, I can't fucking log into a website on a plane, fucking Disney. <laughs> you didn't give me anything. You gave me nothing. <laughs> I like what they've done now for all of that is you connect, at Disney especially, you connect all of your accounts to each other and then you have them in your iTunes and in your Google Play and in your movies anywhere. I I was, the other day I was like, you know what I haven't watched in a while is The Avengers and I have it on Blu-ray but I don't feel like getting out my Blu-ray USB player. Mm-hmm. Oh, it came with a digital copy. I never activated it. I can activate it now and then watch it. And the digital copy just took me to the iTunes buy page for the <laughs> thing. And it didn't even, it wasn't even free. I had to pay for it. What? That, I, I think that it had, like, the process that they'd put in place had expired since <laughs> the movie came out six years ago. Yeah. But that's still bullshit. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just want it to be easy. Like, why are there things I can't just stream? Yeah. yeah. Like, the money's there, but I can't just be like, I would like to watch this Star Wars movie. It's just not streaming anywhere, and I don't want to yeah. buy it. It's insane that there are still things that just yeah. don't stream anywhere. Yeah. I When I was younger and Netflix first came out, and I was like, all right, so let me think about what I want to get. This is the arduous part of the process. I bet someday, whatever I think of, I'm like, oh, I'd love to see that movie again. It'll be available. We're still not there. Yeah. Just last week, I spent the whole of my eating my meal trying to find on Netflix the type of movie I wanted, and anything I could think of that was that type of movie wasn't available. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) And just the fact that it's several different platforms, I get why that's the case, but that's so annoying, because you're like, okay, I searched for it on Netflix. No? Okay, I guess I'll search for it on Hulu. Why are imports not seamless yet? I found myself wanting to watch the live-action Death Note movies. You can't even buy them digitally. You can't buy the Blu-ray new. You can only buy it used because they're like, well, we made a hundred copies in 2013 and that's it forever. (laughs) Or like the last Godzilla movie that came out, Shin Godzilla. I went to Google Play and it was like, this isn't available yet. We'll send you an email when it's available. And I've never gotten that email and the movie came out two years ago. I just got an email for a movie that came out last summer that was a big anime movie called Your Name. And I got the email. It was called Matt Heron? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got the email that it was on Google Play to rent or buy the day that I got the email from my library that it was, the Blu-ray was available to be picked up. Like, the Blu-ray went through my Byzantine library system before it was even available to rent on Google Play. And it was like a big movie. It was in movie theaters. This is the digital version of when you used to go to a video store and they said, we don't have that, but we'll write your name on an index card and when we get it in, we'll call you. And then they don't fucking care. They forget to call you, but it's all digital now. Yep. (laughs) That Google is the one writing your name on an index card and the index card goes into the garbage. Uh, okay, we're supposed to be talking about Medieval Times, though, you yeah. guys. So, I've looked at the Medieval Times Reddit, as Jeff said, only three posts. Yep. None Read that sidebar them. for us. I don't have a sidebar. Either you should be able to click a little I at the top, maybe? Hmm, will I, though? Where? Where's that? Oh, let me see let me, on, on your phone, because we're in the, the same... I'll the desktop site. I might need to do that. Uh, what if you click that, and then you click about Reddit? Nope, that's not it. <laughs> nope. Oh man! Oh yeah, I actually, would let be a me better just name request for the that? side of this. The, yeah, you do it. <laughs> I'm using an app that makes everything easier called Reddit is Fun. That if you use Reddit, 
trying to trick you into thinking that it's fun. <laughs> well, the official Reddit mobile app is oh, man, the same Reddit as the mobile site. It's also a good name for our podcast, better yeah. than the one we use. No, our, uh, our name is good. It's Justin McElroy said he liked the name I came up with for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He is being nice. There. Maybe. <laughs> well, he's usually being nice, but that's mostly because he likes everything. I mean, I just mentioned him in a comment about the show, and then he came back and said, seeing Reddit is a great name for a podcast. So, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty yep, good life. Endorsed. Um, <laughs> so the uh, header I'm seeing is just light blue. It's Reddit standard. It says medieval times. And then the sidebar has three readers and two users. <laughs> it says <laughs> the yellow knight, the red knight, the blue knight, the green knight, the red and yellow knight. Join us. So Wait, they don't have the black and white? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's oh, a late addition. He did die very early in the <laughs> tournament. Uh, we should say we sat in the green knight section. Whoa, green knight. The green knight. Yep. The green knight. We love was, him. The green knight was a premium win. fuck boy, as I told Jeff and Louisa. <laughs> he, he lost yeah. two fights in a row. Here's what I here's what I believe happened. He purposefully lost because he is going to later on go to the queen's chambers because he had a big old beard and he was a very handsome man and she probably really wanted to get with him. I was trying we'll to put up a photo of him for you guys on Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There will be a bunch of photos of what we did uh, on Jeff's website. What is that website again, Jeff? Weaponizedlanguage.com or funtimes.online. Uh, I didn't actually get the coolmemes.biz redirect yet. That's just your email right now. Yes! I am the only person oh. on coolmemes.biz. Coolmemes.biz needs to be your mayoral campaign website. Yeah, we need to talk about that later because that's pretty crazy that that happened. Wait, what happened? Uh, a bunch of people on Twitter are now trying to campaign for me to be Become oh, mayor I see. of the town I live in. Yeah, you should. <laughs> oh, I don't really want to. And that can be on care. all your campaign posters. Go to coolmemes.biz <laughs> to find out more about Matt. <laughs> oh, man. It, I won't, but if I did run for mayor, uh, Jeff, would you allow me to buy coolmemes.biz from you to be my... Uh... You can just have it redirect to whatever your website is. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to do it, so it's fine. So I expected that this would be like... Because fantasy's big right now, but only, like, dark fantasy where people die and there's backstabbing. And I think that most of the plot in this was definitely added f for Game of Thrones reasons. Because every time our server came up to us and handed us something, we got distracted for ten seconds and looked back up <laughs> and two of the fantasy characters were having an argument about betrayals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and our knight, the green knight, was definitely just wearing a Renly Baratheon costume. <laughs> he had, like, g forest green with a stag on it. His helmet had huge antlers. His helmet with those antlers. That <laughs> reveal might have been my favorite moment of the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think when the five other knights were coming out, like, uh, his helmet's gonna have antlers, until, like, the well, moment before he came out. Plus, the first knight that came out was the yellow knight, and his symbol was a bull. And he did have bull's horns on his helmet, yeah. so I was like, this is great. And I, I, at no, like, until they were like, and now the Green Knight, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, he's going to have antlers on his helmet. Awesome. <laughs> and then he did, and it was very cool, but he lost both of the fights he was in. Yeah, yeah he really wasn't very good at fighting, huh? I mean, in the way that it was all scripted, yes. Yes. <laughs> he yep. wasn't a good professional wrestler. I don't mean he the actor, I mean he the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, um... It first is a bunch of horse tricks for, like, the first hour. Oh, man, horse tricks sounds like a great old-timey way to say shenanigans. <laughs> uh, you uh, kids getting up to your horse tricks yeah. again. Yeah, get out of here with your horse tricks, Jeff. <laughs> it was just horsing around for an hour, and then they got into the, like, just pro wrestling. Just around, the name of the horse show. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then they finally got into the meat of it, which was fake jousting followed by fake sword fighting at <laughs> yeah, horse feet. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I like the horse dancing. That was pretty good. It was fine. It made me feel very sad for that horse, though, that probably hated doing it. I don't think you can uh, abuse a horse to do that sort of thing. I think you need to have a good bond with it. Because that's the kind of professional horse dancing people do with professional expensive horses. Where yeah, they but, supposedly care about them? Listen, they cut a lot of corners, R.E. edibility of the food, and I feel like they would probably cut the same corners, R.E. training and treating well these horses. The knight on this AMA assured me that the horses are treated very well. Better but I, than the knights? Yes, he did say that, actually. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but the, um, the... 
I listened to an episode of the podcast Criminal about the like seedy underworld of horse training in the Tennessee walking horse uh, uh, field. And one thing that they've been doing, they passed something called, what is it, the Federal Horse Act? I think ah. it's literally the name of the law, yeah. where they made it illegal to... Are you to... sure the law is not called Jess Horsin' Around? <laughs> yes, that is it. J-E-S apostrophe, <laughs> Horsin' Around. Uh, and they made it illegal to like put different types of salves and oils on your horse's legs so that they try to jump away from the horrible pain they're experiencing and therefore walk in that weird way. Yeah. But true Tennessee walking horses is a complicated training process that they're yeah. trying to fake their way to with poison. Just so like the a actual training is not cruel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, in case, I don't remember if we already said this, but uh, our knight lost very badly and it was yes, very sad. sad. Uh, but he seemed really nice and he kissed all of his carnations before throwing into the crowd, which the other knights did not. I was watching to make sure. <laughs> He is definitely the most sensual. He's definitely a pretty old fuck boy. <laughs> he had a lot, like, shoulder-length, wavy, dark brown hair yeah. and, like, a thick beard. Yeah, he had a very impressive beard. <laughs> yeah, his beard, he looked kind of like Cal Drogo a little bit from Game of Thrones. Yeah, the other guys were clearly just, like, uh, LARPers by day, <laughs> medieval oh, times, nights by night. He was exactly Renly Bol- Baratheon crossed with Cal Drogo. Uh-huh. That's exactly what he looked like, 100%. That's how he got this job, actually. Oh, man. A lot of the guys gave off the impression, I have long hair because I'm a dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only one who I felt really pulled off. I have longer hair because I'm a knight. <laughs> yeah, that blue knight really gave me the, like, captain of... shaving, maybe? <laughs> yeah, he, he gave off the, like, <laughs> captain of the swing choir in high school kind of vibe. Yeah. He, uh... It, you could not imagine any of these knights doing anything except, like on their off weekends going to the local pro wrestling uh, arena. <laughs> Some of them, for sure. That red knight looked pretty weedy. I don't think he could <laughs> hack it in the... The red and yellow knight was like a husky boy, though. I think yeah. that he definitely puts on, like, a lucha mask. <laughs> I entertained myself, because his re- he was red and yellow stripes. That was his colors. And when he came out, they, they announced his fake name. I don't remember what it was. But then I immediately thought, Sir Ronald of McDonald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought yes. that the rest yep. of the show. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's exactly as good as anything they could have said with me. So they had a red knight and a yellow knight and a red and yellow knight. Why not just change that red and yellow one to a different color that isn't already being used? No, because they use true heraldry, yeah. which doesn't allow for colors like orange or purple. Those don't exist in heraldry. Well, they had a black and white knight, so why not have a black knight and a white knight? They could have done that. I guess the Black Knight, if there was a Black Knight, he would be cast as evil every time, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that would be fine. And then you'd be like, okay, listen, guys, if you want to sit in the Black Knight section, you got to be real shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> Start throwing your garlic bread at the other sections. <laughs> Were you a Slytherin in the house sorting? Okay, you're allowed to sit in the yeah. Black Knight section. I want you guys to really fuck this up for all the little kids whose birthdays it is. I think my favorite aspect of this, and uh, <laughs> tell me if you experience this too, is being allowed to boo at someone that was really and in fact fun. encouraged to. <laughs> that was yeah. really good. I went to uh, I wouldn't say, it was not a wrestling match. It was a panel at a convention, so they couldn't do the wrestling parts. They could only do the promo parts where they talk about how great they are. Uh, and that is another situation where uh, there's clear villains and heroes, and you're supposed to boo for some of them, and that is so fun to boo, and it's like part of it, and you're supposed to. Ugh. I really wish that there'd been more competition in this competition where people had been eliminated by all the games instead of just at the end when they fought and then pretended to die and I then did... came back afterwards to <laughs> hold up their swords. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did want to see uh, more fighting, though, so I'm glad that there was a lot of fighting in it. Yeah, I... The... I mean, they did the very smart thing of covering the edges of all the swords with flint so that the sparks would shoot off of it, which is what you secretly want every time a sword fight mm-hmm. happens, mm-hmm. but doesn't happen in real life. So they figured it out. They did a good job there. Yep. Uh, I was reading the AMA, and the uh, knight said that they don't actually they just use regular steel swords, and if you yeah, just hit them say. at the right mm-hmm. angle, it works. But really? I, I, I doubt it. I also thought that it was going to be stuff. 
I have a thing about that because I saw a uh, Disney World Halloween parade in the Magic Kingdom, and one of the uh, groups that walks by is like a um, like a flag corps, but they're grave diggers, so they all have oh, nice. uh, shovels instead of flags, and they're all like gothic. But they scrape their shovels along the ground to make lots of sparks, and they're just regular shovels. And one of the guys who does that, marches in the parade, came up with that idea and told Disney we should do this because it makes cool sparks. And they do that now, and it's awesome. Doesn't it fuck up their roads real bad, though? Apparently not. I mean, you can't see where they did that afterwards. Um, yeah, but that is exactly the thing I'm saying, which is steel against a stone like flint, yeah, yeah. not steel on steel. Well, Asphalt. It also didn't spark yeah. every time and yeah. would spark multiple times. Like, it would spark once and then not spark for a while and then spark again. So I think it might just be, like, hitting it at the right angle. I guess. It just... I don't know. I mean, I just listened to that My, br- my Brother, My Brother and Me where they went through uh, sword myths online. <laughs> and one of them was... Uh, that sparks don't come out of your swords while you're sword fighting. Here's the thing. Now you have to get some steel swords and see if you can do this for yourself. Yeah. They create this experiment. Yeah, but I don't have anyone to do it with, so I'm just holding one sword in That's either fine. hand. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Smashing swords against myself. Uh, Idiot kills himself with two swords. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um... Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff, merchandise out in the lobby that said it's good to be the king, but we had a queen at our medieval times. Yeah, the king was dead in the storyline of this. So, do you think that the queen is a new addition, or do you think that... I feel like there would always be a queen, because a lot of the idea of it's fun to think about things being medieval come from Queen Elizabeth, and this wasn't a real queen, it was a made-up queen, but I feel like the idea of being a queen is, like, more romantic, supposedly. Also, why do you think they needed to have fake names for all of the kingdoms that were fighting, like Navarre? they might all be real places. Navarre was a real place. Yeah, but... Hmm. I mean, it was famously used as a fictional country name for... Uh, Shakespeare's yeah, Love's Labor Lost. It was uh, extinct by then, like annexed out between yeah. France and Spain, maybe? Right. I think that this was, was a recent change because someone on the AMA I was reading asked for a summary and, like, like what happens when you go to medieval times because someone had never been there who was in the AMA and I don't know why they bothered to participate if they... <laughs> <laughs> they just really wanted to. Yeah, uh, but Apparently, there is usually a king and a princess, and I think that the uh, the weedily uh, gay coded uh, uh, assistant guy was probably the king at some point in in yeah, the I script. Can see that. And then they were like, "We're gonna switch this up a little bit so that you're going to be a really uh, effect like orange loving weirdo." And they were like, uh, "The Me Too movement, am I right, guys?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. She's a real heel. <laughs> She's a heel now. <laughs> Everyone boo the chancellor. I did like that that guy. That there was somebody up in the nobles' box who was kind of not the nicest person. Yeah. Here's something weird about the plot. He a couple times took a swipe at the uh, uh, knight at arms who was yeah. running the show, who was announcing everybody and saying what they were going to do. Chancellor. That's what they called him. Go on. Master at Arms, I think. They definitely called him Chancellor several times, but... Anyway. anyway. So the... Two uh, guys got in a fight. One of them was on a horse, and the other was a big, fat orange man. <laughs> <laughs> so the nobleman, the fancy, fat guy, said a few times, well, you're not a real knight. You don't really compete in combat. And I'm like, so the plot is he's going to goad this guy to compete at some point, and he's going to be the best one of all. That would have been he really good. He never gets off nope. his horse. He never competes. He did go up into that box to read <laughs> Happy Birthday <laughs> <laughs> to people. It's true. Happy Birthday to... Like Princess Jessica or whatever. <laughs> Princess Destiny. <laughs> Such a good... That this... actually is a pretty good fantasy name, that though. That is a pretty good one. <laughs> um, listen, if you have... There was Sir Greg. <laughs> Sir Gary was turning Yeah, 55. that's it, Gary. The Knight Gary. <laughs> if you guys have ever thought about going to medieval times and been on the fence about it, just for hearing them spend... Probably 25 minutes straight reading the, all the birthday announcements. It was absolutely worth it. I went out to put our announcement in, like, moments before they started reading them, and then by the time I got back, they were still reading them, and then ours got read last. 
So it went on long enough that they took down my dictation for our message and brought it up to the people and did not break up the flow of events. That's how long they were reading them. I would like to point out that something that tickled me about them reading our announcement about our podcast is that I really liked that the characters they were playing needed to be perplexed about what a podcast was. (laughs) But also, I imagine that mirrors the the people who are reading it, the actors' perfection of, sort of, a podcast. of like, why, are so, why is somebody here celebrating a podcast? Delightful. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I said this several times to each of you, but I am very proud of this being our 100th episode celebration <laughs> because I think this is the most fun thing I've ever heard of any podcast doing for their 100th episode. Yeah, yeah. Although, Stop yeah. Podcasting Yourself did that murder mystery. That was pretty good. Yeah, but that was more of just a fun concept. We actually did a thing. Yeah, we that's went, true. We went we to a place that we... Here did we promise place. that we were going to do this, or did we just misremember that we promised we were going to do this? I don't remember. I don't think we ever promised. We just all said we wanted to, to go to Medieval Times in the Castles episode about castles. Oh, yep. yeah. Huh. Oh, that's it. That's the whole episode. So I'm confused. Uh, Jeff looked up the AMA from one of the knights, but the knight, he had a little picture of him. The knight is wearing uh, black and yellow checkers, which wasn't the colors of any of our knights. That's the Pittsburgh medieval times. So do they have totally different heraldry for other knights in other castles? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, because he he worked in uh, like Texas, I think. Why? (laughs) Why bother? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. They want to encourage people to visit every medieval time. (laughs) Yeah, it seems weird that there would be different plots or, like, arrangements of things at Mm -hmm. each location. Well, you gotta figure out, like, I mean, the colors of the knights I can't justify, but I figure the plots are probably very dependent on getting reliable actors who are capable of doing the thing. If If you can't get a good queen actor, maybe you go with a king or prince or whatever. You know, or maybe it's like a, a nightly thing. Like maybe you have your your face actor king or queen, and that night you change it depending on who's working. Yeah, I was thinking about this as we were leaving because they were just starting the next showing, and those nights have to be tired, right? They probably yep. have a separate set of nights for the matinee and the evening. I don't think they do. Nah. That's so much work. The, they do 12 months of training before they get to wow. become a knight. I That looked so tiring to me. Jeff, you have to do this. Yeah, I want to try. <laughs> oh, man. You it's have to a do nice three-day work week. Create a blog about you training to be a knight. <laughs> You'll make me sign an NDA. Well... I can't betray the king's trust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then you'll then you will have been tra- trained to fight them off like the born identity. <laughs> I I want there to I know be how to cancel your fake sword moves with my fake sword moves. <laughs> oh damn! If only either of us had learned real sword moves. <laughs> so this uh, medieval times is essentially a theme park stunt show, but also they feed you. Why aren't there more? Why is it the horse medieval one the only one that we have of this? Uh, Dixie Stampede still exists, and okay. I've been to it. Well, yeah. that is depressing because the concept is the North versus the South in the Civil War. <laughs> yes, and they change who wins but, every night. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that there are ones like this that are pirate themed, which seems fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, pirate themed is good. Why not a sci-fi one? First of all, it would be horrifying. <laughs> Well, in what way? Yeah, you get shot in the eye with a laser while you are eating your <laughs> shitty rotisserie chicken. <laughs> no, it would be like just be a special effects gun. Yeah, yeah. It no, be but chicken. no chicken. Sci-fi, sci-fi of the kind that would lend itself to a stunt show always has some very heinously gross stuff in it, right? That's true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It could just be like. Uh, uh, not Han Solo versus not the Rancor Beast. I think the smart thing that we're talking about, the ambitious thing, would be to do like a Rancor that's like a parade float or something that would move, be a huge thing that moves yeah. and you could fight it and whatever. Look, when but they do a little mind, shop of horrors. They're um... still using horses. And they're like, <laughs> they just put a mask on a horse. <laughs> There's only one way that I think you could do this sci-fi, and that would be to have it be humans versus robots of and course, cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to have like human, robot, cyborgs, 
cyborg, maybe a cyborg centaur with a human body on, robot body on a horse. What if the robots are on wheels, huge wheels, and they crush cars? Oh, 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 yeah. That would be cool. (laughs) Also, the last time I went to the circus, they had this thing where there were these people who rode around on rollerblades, and then they jumped off of trampolines, like... They would rollerblade up to what? the trampoline, was jump this? up to it, and then jump off of a trampoline in their rollerblades. <laughs> this was Xanadu. Yeah, this it was, was the not... Starlight Express. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> but I'm just saying that that would be really awesome to do yeah. in a stunt show like this. We saw a stunt show like that in Disney's Animal Kingdom, you and me, yes. Matt, and it was about Tarzan, and yes. it was all in rollerblades. Uh, also, the Broadway musical The Little Mermaid, everyone wears Heelys so that when they're swimming, it looks like they're they're swimming. But they're Pretty really good. Like the Indiana Jones stunt show, but like with s- some Indiana Jones themed food. <laughs> Snakes? Yeah. <laughs> Monkey's brains. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 15, <laughs> 15 shots in a row, and then the other guy passes out. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, this is what I'm saying. There's very few things that can be tied to a food and not be really gross. Yeah. Yeah. That was fair. You could do a Matrix-themed one and have it just be, like, gray sludge in a bowl. Yeah, you get a bowl of nutritive sludge. (laughs) How much was anything we ate tonight connected to actual medieval times? We had tomato bisque, which they did not have in medieval Mm -hmm. Europe at all, because they didn't have tomatoes. Correct. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but they did have Pepsi, though. I did eat half a chicken. <laughs> I did have a Southern Comfort-based cocktail. Yeah, they didn't have corn either, so... They had Sam Adams beer, Yeah, though. they didn't have corn. Yeah, all of this is suspect. Mm-hmm. But... It's fine. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, but for sci-fi, you just re- rename it. I always forget that this corn is, is a corn. North But here's American. the thing. Mm-hmm. The food that we ate wasn't actually medieval, but it was on theme, the theme being what you think of as medieval times. (laughs) Yes. What a child would serve in a medieval feast, yeah. (laughs) I still think you need to stay on theme at least that much of, like, what a very stupid person thinks happened in that world. (laughs) The only thing I want to be different is there needs to be a small bowl of hot gravy to dip the chicken and the potato in. <laughs> that's your that's your one constructive criticism about every experience you have. Yeah, yeah that was... was great, but I really wish that there was a little bowl of hot gravy. I wanted to sip between <laughs> loops. Uh, so anyway, um... Yeah, that was our episode about us going to medieval times that one time. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we did it. It was fine. Um, so now our goal for the next hundred episodes is to start talking about doing something else that we all secretly want to do so that <laughs> we can do that for our 200th episode. What a nightmare. Yep. So start lacing those in subtly from now until next time. Yep. Uh, it'll be a real great adventure, you guys. <laughs> it'll be a real blimp ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. yep. We're going to have a good Star Wars marathon about it. <laughs> it's going to be an awesome give Matt a million dollars. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a secret. That depends on us giving you a million dollars. Yes, I know. Uh, you stole my idea from what I said the next time. I know, I really time. thought you were going to say it, and I was ready for that joke to be good, and then you didn't, so then I stole it. No, I will, all I'm thinking about is how by 2020, all nine Star Wars movies will be watchable in a row, in the comfort of your own oh, bed. Yeah, I guess our 200th episode will be in 2020, huh? Oh man, I hope Assuming I'm dead we... by then. <laughs> I hope you're dead by then, too. <laughs> you gotta be the change you want to see in the world, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Murder my sister. <laughs> Yeah, if you're looking looking for a way to make a change. Uh, Okay, well, if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at SeeingReddit. You can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at KamikazePilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK, where maybe I'll post uh, audio that I couldn't use from inside if it's usable, (laughs) if it's listenable, but I can't find a place to put it in this episode. I may make it a Patreon bonus. You'll hear me calling our night a premium fuckboy several times. Yes. Um, That's all. Those are the ways that you can interact with me. 
right, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. Well, Louisa's or leaning into the mic for this. She you wants can to find me on Instagram at <laughs> Louisa Heron. <clears throat> um, thanks to the folks who've been talking about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Tanner, who's been really you, uh, selling us to his friends. We very much appreciate it, Tanner. Thank you. He's also trying to get me to run for mayor. <laughs> uh, that seems unlikely. Um, we didn't do a p- casting poll last week because oh, yeah. we didn't think we'd have a good way to check it, but it turns out the phones work in medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did not have our phones taken away before we stepped through the time portal. <laughs> Yep, that wizard was real chill. <laughs> I think that he was smoking weed. <laughs> that seems very on brand for a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Gandalf was doing. Yeah, probably. Except they call it some fantasy thing. They just call it pipe weed. They, did, they just oh, added okay. pipe to it. They didn't even get that crazy with it. Uh, okay. Uh, well, thank you guys for staying with us for 100 episodes. I can't believe sorry. we spent so much of our lives doing this <laughs> stupid, stupid, terrible show. Over 100 hours. Oh, easily. I've probably spent about 300 hours, including all the editing. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yep, a whole year's worth of hours. Yep. So, 525,600 <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> oh. What are we? This American life? <laughs> yes. Um... So, anyway, I hope you guys really liked this episode. If you did, please come back next time. In the meantime, we're just going to be horsing around. Don't read the night's <laughs> comments. ASMR. I can't get close to the mic. <laughs> no, I put my mouth on it by that point. Oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> Weird. Hell yeah. Stuff You Should Know did a thousand episodes. They do two two a week for ten years. Each one is only like 30 minutes or something, right? Sometimes they'll do an hour-long episode. (laughs) They're... uh, Also, that's their job. Yeah. Their 999th and thousandth episode were about the cultural... there's room for one more! It was about The Simpsons. Was it? Yeah. Do they also do that Simpsons podcast? Is that the same guys? I don't know of a Simpsons podcast. I would never listen to a Simpsons podcast. I don't think I could either. I remember it too well for people to give opinions that might be wrong. I don't think I can listen to this. Well, I still have five hours of battery life yet left. Pretty good. Let's do a minute by minute podcast of one of those minute by minute movie podcasts. We listen to one minute at a time of Star Wars Minute (laughs) and review it. That is an excellent idea. (laughs) Oh man, that would be very good.